Everyone knows about Jamaica. It's tropical beaches, reggae, amazing food, and memorable people like Bob Marley or Usain Bolt. However, some may not be aware of the Jamaican High Commission in Canada. The High Commissioner is Her Excellency Sharon J. Miller. We sat down to discuss Jamaica's 60th year of independence and the High Commission's collaboration with Winnipeg organization, Peg City Steppers. Thank you so very much for this opportunity for being here. I am Sharon Miller, High Commissioner of Jamaica to Canada. I am here as Jamaica's Chief Diplomatic Representative in Canada, and we are located in Ottawa in the capital city as all diplomatic missions are. And my job really is to enhance and strengthen the relationship between Jamaica and Canada, and also to form a stronger bond between Jamaica and her diaspora in Canada. Have you always wanted to be a politician or was there like a moment? Yes. All right. I, I'm going to dedicate myself to public service. Okay. One correction. We are not politicians. Diplomats oh, are not okay. politicians. Okay. There are diplomats who are politically appointed or they were former politicians. But as a general rule, we are um, career diplomats. We are civil servants of public servants of our country. And yes, um, my, my mother, my grandparents, we all come from the public service. So it was really almost a no brainer that I would have gone into the public service. And I did love the idea of meeting other people, getting to know other cultures. And so the foreign service seems like a nice ideal spot to be. <laughs> so that's where of course. I ended up there. Okay. Mm. Oh, cool. I mean, that's great clarification. Just uh, for everyone to know what exactly a diplomat is versus a, a politician. Very different things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You mentioned a little bit about, you know, what Jamaican High Commission in Canada does. But, you know, what sort of services or like maybe if you can go a little bit more in depth of everything that happens there? First of all, we represent Jamaica's interests in Canada which means that we do a lot of work with official Canada, Canada's government, different um, departments of government. We relate mostly to Global Affairs Canada, which is their, which is their equivalent of our foreign ministry. Um, we, are also, we also have a responsibility to look out for Jamaica's, Jamaican, the interests of Jamaicans in Canada, right? So, while we do not interfere and we cannot interfere in any local laws or rules and regulations, we ensure that in case our people get into any form of difficulties or trouble, that they are given the same treatment as would any Canadian. So um, they should have access to lawyers. They should not be treated differently. That is one of the things that we ensure. We also have a consular part that is part of our consular relations, of course, but we also have another part where we look out for passports. We renew, we do applications for renewal of passports. We do visa and we do, do what we call economic diplomacy, um, trade related matters, seeking investments for our country. That is, we work with private sector. So we, we, we work across the spectrum of the Canadian society, both at the official level, across the private sector, 
and with our nationals, so we call our diaspora in Canada. Part of the conversation today is to talk about some very exciting news mm -hmm. for Jamaica, the 60th year of independence. What can you tell me a little bit about the history of Jamaica's independence? It's always important to celebrate every anniversary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is a goal. Um, 60 years in the life of a nation does not seem like a lot. But for us, it provides a time of reflection. It provides a time for us to celebrate our achievements. And it also provides a time for us to look to the future. What is it that we want or we plan to get there? Our history has been long and illustrious. I mean, I'm sure a lot of your viewers already know that we, we, came, we came to notice internationally way back when, when Columbus encountered um, our island. We have gone through slavery. We have gone through colonization. Um, and now we, have, we went to independence in 1962. That is where we are at 60 years. In all of that time, we have developed, we have built resilience. We have experienced natural and man-made disasters and we have come forth strongly. So at 60 years, we are at the point where we stop to breathe a bit. We stop <laughs> to look a bit at what has gone before. And yes, where we want to go in the future and how we go there. So this is, apart from the fact that it is diamond and hard and strong and brilliant um, for 60 years, it's also a chance for us to um, chart our path to make changes where changes are, are needed and to continue to strengthen and to build on the achievements that we have had in the past. When we're looking just around the world geography wise, how young some nations are, because, you know, when you're in history class and things, you're learning about Europe and you're, these countries have been established for like thousands of years. But over here, like in uh, North and Central America, a lot of these countries are really young. The interesting thing about that is that we are expected to operate at the level of the countries who have had history and historical paths for thousands and hundreds of years. We're expected to be at that level. Uh, but there are growing pains with everything, even with a child. I mean, you don't expect a 60-year-old to be operating at the level of a 26-year-old. But in the international arena, you are expected to operate at the level where the world is at now. And so, yes, those are important points that we have to take into consideration when we talk about celebrating anniversaries of independence and how old you are as a country. There's a lot that has to go into the development, the economy of a country to, to get to those points. It's like, mm -hmm. if a country is young, you got to give them some leeway. Like, they, they need time to develop and grow. Oh, you need to be on the international stage. <laughs> you understand <laughs> that. <laughs> the 60s celebration, a really exciting thing happening next weekend in Winnipeg with the PEG City Steppers, a wellness seminar and fitness challenge. Why did the High Commission want to collaborate with the PEG City Steppers? For this year, we decided that for the celebrations, we would include 
all of Canada in a more structured way. We've always done that, but in a more structured way. And so we chose Manitoba as uh, the province where we would show another side to Jamaica, the side which is concerned with health and wellness, mental health, all the things that goes around building your well-being. And when we look there, um, we I was introduced to the Peg City Steppers, um, True Cherise, and I'm like, oh, that's great. This is a dynamic group of young people. Um, majority, I think, of Jamaican heritage. They are concerned with health and wellness and living healthily. And this is what I wanted. So it became a no-brainer to just say the Peg City Steppers would be our partners, um, along with the Honorary Council, because we do have an Honorary Council in Manitoba, in Winnipeg. And so I am not disappointed. I've had a group of dynamic young ladies who have gone all out. They have done fabulous work. I'm sure you would have seen some of the work that they have done. And we're looking forward to having a really good time of entertainment, but learning also. Because on our list, we have the health and wellness minister from Jamaica. Um, we have the health minister of health from Manitoba. We have mental health experts, infectious diseases experts. We have people who talk about part of it as well is how do you settle into a new country, you know? And that goes to your mental well-being. So we also are focused on that. So we have immigration experts as well. So it is really, I really feel very excited about it. I thought, I really think that I chose the perfect partners um, to go into this. And I'm looking forward, I am actually looking forward to it. The fitness challenge is also to ensure that we're not all about talk. We talk about health, wellness, and fitness. And we want you to go up there and to start a trend if you have not yet. And so that is part of the objective that the fitness challenge will get you to focus a bit on more movement. Yeah. Even if you cannot finish the challenge, you start something. And we all know that it takes about 21 days to start a habit, but you have to start somewhere. And this is where we would like everyone to start in terms of looking more at how you move and how much movement you really need to do to ensure your mental and physical health. And it's just such a good time as restrictions are easing both in Manitoba mm -hmm. and, and cross Canada. So it's a great opportunity to, like you mentioned, build those habits. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, if you can't finish it, but you're, you're starting to get the ball rolling, you're getting excited. I know uh, Shauna and Natalia, who I talked to on Thursday, <laughs> oh. uh, they challenged me to take part in the challenge. And they're like, Ryan, we're going to we're going to be looking out for you posting yes. online. And I'm like, oh, boy, I will be, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to be taking part. And it's just an exciting celebration. You know, you're celebrating a country and you're getting, you know, physically active, improving your mental wellness and physical wellness at the same time. It's just a great thing just coming together. Yes, 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 it is. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> are there other celebrations and events that are taking part across the country? Oh, sure. 
as we say in Jamaica, a whole heap of celebration. <laughs> that simply means many, many, many events and activities. And I will, since I'm talking about across the country, I will just mention one that had gone before. Um, February is reggae month for us. And so we did a reggae symposium with Montreal in February. We're on to this um, health and wellness seminar. Then we have events across multiple cities in Canada to include Toronto, Halifax, Windsor, Vancouver, Calgary. And those, you spoke about the fact that it's getting really nice outside now. And I mean, we're talking about August. So yeah, it should be <laughs> all kind of weather, <laughs> right? But also the fact that the restrictions are lifted. So a lot of outdoor festivals will be going on across Canada. Um, a lot of what what I like to call some of the official things, the flag raising, the recognition by cities of Jamaica and the Jamaican um, population within their jurisdictions. So you have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of events that will celebrate Jamaica. And there is a launch next week as well by the government of Jamaica of the Jamaica 60 Celebrations Canada. So we will be doing an official launch, Jamaica 60 um, celebrations in Canada next week, Saturday. Uh, so we have all of that. And uh, another big one is that in Niagara, the falls will be lit with the Jamaican colors for 15 minutes on August 6th, which is our Independence Day, starting at 10 p.m. That will be live streamed. So if people wish to, and we will be putting it out there on social media, so if people wish to, they can actually see the black, green, and gold. I mean, let, let me put it this way. Niagara being honored with the black, green, and gold. <laughs> that is all flat. Right. That's so cool. That's like um, during St. Patrick's Day where people like color the uh, yes. the rivers green. It's just an expanded experience. Mm -hmm. Like it's just something that's just awe-inspiring, awestruck. Yes, 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 yes. We're, we're quite pleased that we got permission to do it as well. It goes to the depth of the relationship and the respect that Canada holds for Jamaica. What does the anniversary celebration look like in Jamaica? There's parties, parties. There is a big national grand gala that um, takes place at the National Stadium where you have costume groups and all kinds of performances, both at the student level, the semi-professional level and the professionals. You know, we have tons of professional um, entertainment, entertainers from Jamaica. So that's the big grand gala. We have leading up to that, we also have what we call festival where you get the speech and drama and dance and we take the best of those and we put them together in a function before um, the Grand Gala. And all over Jamaica, people are just very open and ready to, I don't even want to use the word party because I don't want to get, but yes, there's a lot of what we call jollification, meaning people are just enjoying themselves and recognizing that, you know, we are here and we have come another year. Through whatever struggles, we are resilient and we keep getting back to the Jamaica that we love, the Jamaica that's loving and kind. 
celebrating what we have and what we need. We hope to achieve. There's so many cool things happening both in Jamaica and Canada for the celebration. Yes. How do we continue to build community and friendship between Canada and Jamaica just moving forward? There is a deep respect um, for Jamaica and Canada. I also know that our culture, cultural expressions, music and dance and food are everywhere across the Canadian society from most senior officials down to the man on the street. And that to me is where we are. Um, we are not building this kind of community and relationship. We're strengthening it. The structures and the connectivity, they're already in place. What we need to do is to protect them. My job is to ensure that we enhance those. Um, we enhance those for me through not just the official government to government level, which is a given, but through people to people exchanges, whether it's students coming in, whether it's workers temporary, whether it's people moving between countries, migration for whatever reason, tourism, all of that serve to concretize the understanding of cultural norms and practices and to, get, and to build respect for each other and how we operate in this world. And because of that, those for me is what will strengthen and provide the greatest opportunities to strengthen the community and people to people relationship. When we're looking here in Manitoba, like just for myself over the past month, there's been so many individuals and organizations, uh, Jamaican organizations and individuals who I've spoken to. It's like, this has been so much fun learning about a culture and people. And in Steinbach recently, they had a winter fest celebration to celebrate um uh, you know jamaican culture and it's just it's been so cool even out in rural manitoba you have jamaicans mm -hmm. celebrating their culture oh yes i i neglected i don't know how to say that we are everywhere <laughs> we have <laughs> taken a little piece of jamaica it's warm everywhere it's culture and people are gravitated towards that people love our music we know that um, that is not something that I'm guessing um, reggae music has taken the world by storm. Bob Marley's song, One Love, became the song of the century. I mean, and who doesn't know you saying Bolt and Chilean, Chilean, right? It is easy. Name recognition is also one of a diplomat's duty to ensure that your country is recognized and not just by officials, but people on the ground. I don't have that issue. I say Jamaica and everybody knows who, what I'm talking about. And that is so good. And yes, that's why you have celebrations and our job, my job is to make sure that people know us, know us. Um, there was, you know, tourism is very big for us. And many years ago, there was a tourism slogan that we are more than a beach. We're a country. And that has been my favorite of all time because we are many multifaceted, quite nuanced. And so therefore, it, that is where the people to people exchanges come in to understand that being Jamaican is not just reggae music. It's not just athletics. It's not just good food, jerk food. Being Jamaican is a variety of things you know so 
that that is that that is why you would see a lot of us and a lot of our people accepting us in their space well it has been an absolute pleasure <laughs> meeting and speaking with you and i can't wait to see at least here in winnipeg manitoba mm -hmm. the peg city steppers and the uh wellness seminar and fitness challenge to take place Thank you so very much. We really appreciate this time that you have taken to showcase us and especially <laughs> the health and wellness seminar. And can I just invite all your viewers to join us to register for the fitness challenge? It is going to be good. There's still time to sign up with this virtual celebration. So don't miss your chance. If you have any stories you'd like us to share or communities we should highlight, leave a comment on our social media reach out to us on our website. I'm Ryan Funk. This was You Talk. And have yourself a good one.